Hi, I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy with another Global Real Estate School podcast. Welcome to the podcast. My name is John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy, and this is episode 201. That's right. We are over the 200 mark, and I am so excited. I have a special guest with us today. He and I have been friends for quite some time. He is a real estate agent, and he's a very successful real estate agent, and uh, we also have a lot of other things in common. So we're going to have fun on today's podcast, and um, really appreciate my good friend Michael Ruzica from the. He's from L.A., believe it or not, Lower Arnold, Missouri. That gets a great laugh in St. Louis, but uh, no, Michael uh, lives. Uh, he's in the southern part of the St. Louis County or northern part of Jefferson County. But uh, Michael, thanks for joining us. Thank you, John. Hey, thanks for having me on, and I, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to invite me to your uh, your wonderful podcast. And you know, hopefully, I can bring some uh, some positive benefits out to all of our listeners today. Absolutely. Well, well, first of all, Michael, you know, a lot of people who are listening to the podcast, uh, we have we have seasoned agents who listen to our podcast, and we have a lot of new agents who listen to the podcast. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your real estate journey? When did you get your license? Why did you get your license? And, you know, kind of bring us up to speed. And then I'll ask you some, some specific questions about what works and doesn't work and your suggestions, but would love to just share with our listeners a little bit of, of your backstory and your history and how you got into real estate. Yeah, absolutely, John. Well, uh, in 1992, well, we'll just take this back just quite a bit, but we'll go, we'll go really quick. Uh, back in 1991, I was pretty much unemployed. I was working at Jiffy Lube. I was just doing some menial jobs and then all of a sudden, the uh, first Persian Gulf War came along, and I got inspired to serve my country. So from 1992 to 1997, I was a jet air, a jet mechanic in the U.S. Navy. Uh, I served all across the world. I served on U.S. CV-66, uh, USS America. It's an aircraft carrier. I worked on the flight deck. I worked on F-18 Hornet motors. Uh, which was a great job. So after 90 to after 97, I got out, really didn't have a lot going on, uh, picked up a computer job in 2000, worked from 2000 to 2007 in the corporate world. During that time, we had the dot-com bubble come and go. I got onto a couple of jobs, didn't like it. So I finally got on with a company out in Chesterfield called Maverick Tube Corporation, working in their IT department. Uh, this happened in 2000, and in 2003, 2004, a bunch of layoffs started happening, a bunch of rifts, reductions in force, and I got to see all of my friends on a Friday afternoon carry their stuff out in a, in a box, just being laid off. And I said to myself at that time, I'm never going to let anybody else who has no uh, bearing on my life control my life. And I'm not going to let somebody in a corner office dictate how I'm going to live my life, my money, my anything. So at that point, my why kicked in. And if you ever want to read a great book, check out Simon Sinek, uh, The Power of Why. And it's, it's, a, it's a great book. So you may want to check that book out as well. But getting back to the story, I seen all my friends getting laid off on a Friday afternoon. And I said to myself, 
I am never going to want to work for anybody else ever again. So come 2007, I picked up my real estate license. And if you recall what was happening in 2007, the plane was crashing on this market and it was, it was going down fast. Everybody was getting out of the market. I was freshly licensed in January of 2007. So one of the real big reasons why, John, that I decided to get into real estate is I never wanted to work for anybody else but myself. Seeing all my friends getting laid off on a Friday afternoon was one of the most heartening and one of the most eye-opening experiences of my life. And I just like said to myself, no way, absolutely no way. And I've already had a love for real estate at that time. Uh, did ever like every a lot of people did went through uh, the Carlton Sheets class of no money down that came out back in the mid 90s. I had that. So I was always kind of driven towards uh, entrepreneurship as well as uh, being my own boss. I thought that would be is it's one of the greatest enjoyments ever. And I so think, that's how it really led it. That's how it led me into into real estate. Yeah. And, I, you know, as you've said that and I didn't know your story is very fascinating. I think that's when you and I met was in 08, 09, when the market, as Michael said, it was horrible. I was yeah. teaching GRI courses, though that's called Graduate Realtor Institute. And those are courses that, you know, my mom always said, getting your real estate license is like going to high school. And the GRI was like going to college. And I remember you were... You were investing in your education. You you came to some of my courses, and that's when we first met. And that's and, correct. And you were hitting it out of the park when the market was bad. In fact, I we have no idea when people will listen to this. You know, there's a lot of people now that will say, "Well, there's just not a lot of inventory," and and uh, we can always have excuses on why now is not a good time to do something, but. But go back, how did you get things started in such a rough market? I mean, what did you do to get your real estate career off the ground? Well, the big thing at the time, and this was, um, let's see, 2007. So the internet was, was, was pretty profound. It wasn't where it's no, it is at today. So what I did is basically uh, went on the MLS, pulled up a sheet of expired listings and I just started calling all the expired listings that I that I could get a hold of and finally made some headway and got a few appointments and my very first deal uh, was a house over in, in Lima, Missouri where I where I met a uh, a couple and they didn't speak English but their daughter did so my very first deal was with basically a 17 year old translator between her and her parents. That's so, fascinating. Well, let's. Amazing. Yeah. So let's go back. Okay, because I love this. What do you What do you say to people whose home had just expired? And by the way, I tell people that's a great way to build your business, but a lot of people just don't want to do it. I mean, how did you prep your mind? to to go out and make those calls and i'm sure you probably had a little bit of hesitation and what did you say i would love to kind of know more yeah, about absolutely. that absolutely yeah absolutely you know my my driven why was always having to go back and, and punch a clock and i i never that was my fear so every phone call i make i'm like okay this one could be the one that says yes that makes me that three thousand dollar four thousand dollar whatever commission it would be 
is better than that monthly or that 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 payment that what I would get my my uh, my paycheck every month. And so it really driven it really drove me to say I don't want to be back in that position. Every phone call I make, every no that I make is going to get me closer to that one single yes that's going to help me stay away from corporate America. Basically, I had also had this mindset, John, no soup, no commute. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, working out of my basement in Melville and making phone calls and and really just trying to trying to ramp up the business. And and I let everybody know. And this is one of the things a lot of new agents that I see, they're they're secret agents. You cannot be a secret agent. You have to let everybody you know and everybody they know that you're an agent. You got to give out business cards. You got to give out two business cards. Don't just give out one. Always give out two because if they lose the first one, oh man. But no, you can give them a couple. They can give them out to their friends, and you just never know where your business card will end. Up. I love and that. So I always go. I, I won't leave the house without my business cards. I'll leave without other stuff, and I just will never forget my business card. It's like it's like a staple in my pocket now with my phone. I love that. El, I remember one of my uh, teachers and mentors from years ago, Elroy Bomar. He had Bomar Real Estate. His son Roger is a good friend of mine as well. But Mr. Bomar always talked about he he had magnetic signs on his car. And every time he would get out to go in the grocery store or any place, he would put two or three of his business cards behind the the magnet on his car. And Elroy would say, you do not know how many homes I've listed or sold from people who said, I got your card, uh, you know, from your from your door magnet. But yeah, having cards a great thing. And I I love what you're saying about why. Um, mm -hmm. Recently, and I've not read that book, but I need to. I've watched some of his YouTube videos, and he's amazing. And and I yes. I need to get that audio book. And Michael and I are going to talk about some of our favorite books here in a little bit. But I, I love the why because I just recently wanted to do a transformation with my own health and in, in my own life with my health. And one of the things that the doctor talks about in this program that I went through is you have to have a why. And, you know, when I, when I've been making choices over the last two months about what I want to eat and what would be good, I've had to go back, Michael, to just what you said. You had to, I had to go back to why am I doing this? And right. I think that is a good motivator. So, and I love that how you, you reminded yourself of that. You know, I remember one time I was, I love to call for sale by owners and I remember for sale by owner in the paper and, and I was like, Oh man, I hate to call them. And then I said to myself, well, if you don't call, you won't make any money. Yep. If you call, you still might not make any money, but you have raised your level of <laughs> chances. You know, I called that person. He said, I do not want to buy a farm. But I love to buy farms. Do you have anything for sale? And I said, I, actually, I do have a farm for sale. It was $250,000, which back then would have been like $2 million today. Right. And um, do you know, Michael, I took him out and he bought that farm. And then those people bought a home for me in town. And the house in town, they bought a home for me. It was a mind-boggling commission. And I always look back, what if I would not made that phone call. So thank, thank you for sharing that. So right. 
And I love the story. So your first your first uh, transaction was with someone who had to translate. Um, yeah. So what what would be and I and so we you need to not be a secret agent. I love that. Take your business cards with you. Don't be afraid to call expireds. What else would you tell some of the folks who are listening that might be thinking about getting into real estate? And by the way, I appreciate you sharing. You know, I, I'm from the principal, and I know Michael is too. When you give, you'll always receive more back. So I appreciate you giving and sharing your advice and not hiding it away from others. But what else right. would, you, uh, would you be willing to share with our audience? Um, you know, when, you know, when I, like I said, when I, when I got into this business, I had an all or nothing mindset and, and it really, it all starts with your mindset. You know, if you go into it with, oh, I'm just going to be another agent, I, you know, or you're getting into it for the wrong reasons, you got to get into it for the right reasons. And, and I got into the right reasons because, you know, I wanted to take care of my family and I didn't want to have somebody else make the decision on how I'm going to take care of my family. And so that was always my mindset is like the only person going forward. Cause the last day that I worked, John was June 30th, 2007. That was the very last day that I ever worked for anybody else besides myself, you know, brokers aside, of course, you know, on that type of relationship. Uh, so I always think back that, you know what, yeah, you, you got to do it for you and you have to have the right reasons, right reasons to do that. So I look back and every June 30th, I'm like, man, I made the right decision. I made the right decision and and I wasn't going to stop until I got to where I am today. So very uh, good. I love that. Yeah. 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 And, and we'll kind of move in now to well, I do want to ask you before we move into some of our books and the, and the mindset, mm -hmm. what would you tell someone who's new in the business? You know, what, what should they avoid or stay away from? Or is there one tip you would give them that, uh, this is crucial? Well, we can go with the, the avoidance. What would you encourage people to, to be careful and watch out for being lazy? Okay, good. Yeah. Be, be in, you can't, you can't be lazy in this business and you can't not think that it's going to come easy, you know, and, you know, avoid, avoid the naysayers, avoid the people saying, Oh, you're just going to be a salesman or, you know, avoid anybody that's really going to try to hamper your, your mindset or, or be toxic to your mindset. They may have good intentions, but this is the path that you want to be on. And you have to, you have to stay true to your own path. I've had, you know, when I left Maverick tube, you know, I had a severance package. I had, I had good money came in it coming in. And, you know, I had people telling me that you're crazy for getting into real estate. You're never going to make it. And every time I heard somebody tell me that, that made me make five more phone calls. So when you're done making phone calls, make five more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Michael, I was I spoke at Michael's company um awards banquet about a week ago and that's when I said, "Hey Michael, I got to I've got to get you on my podcast because I followed him and he really what he just said, I'm he uses social media, he hustles and he works so hard and the one I gave 
Michael's company in, at, in my keynote address several things that I wanted them to do for 2021 to double their income. And the one piece I I always include, Michael, and I forgot, is just exactly what you talked about. And, and it really goes back to Newton's law of motion. And, and there are three different variables to that, and I'm just paraphrasing it to the easiest way possible. But it basically says, whatever force you put into something, you will get an equal or greater force in return. And if something is, you know, not in motion, it's not going to do anything. And I think that really sums up what you, what you said so uh, brilliantly. <laughs> Don't be lazy. And, yeah. and, you know, I've had agents who've worked for me and they'll put in two hours a week and they come in and tell me, I, I've just got to give up real estate. I can't make a living at it. And I remember one guy, he was a good friend of mine and he worked another job and he came in and he worked every Thursday from like four to six in the afternoon. And that was the only time he worked. And I remember after a year he uh, he came in and he said, I just can't make any money selling real estate. I'm going to give my license up. And he left. And, and I looked over, you know, I got to looking and thinking about him because I thought he would be such a great agent. And he made like 300 and something dollars or $200. He had one check that I had written him all year. And I thought, what if he worked at Walmart two hours a week? What would his pay probably have been? And, you know, it would have been almost to the, you know, within the dollar range of what he earned in real estate. And I thought to myself, if you're going to get out of real estate, what you put into it. So I love what you said about, uh, you know, don't be lazy and having the right mindset. And so Michael and I, when anytime he and I see each other, we're like, what are you listening to? Because we both love to listen to audiobooks, And he yeah, was telling me... I uh, yeah, go ahead. You know, there's a, there's another thing that I always tell a lot of new agents as well, because you were asking me some of the things and, and, and about the new agents. One thing I always tell new agents is lead by service, not commission. Because Wonderful. the more service that you bring, the more eventually the commission is going to be there. Because if you're going into real estate with a what's in it for me mindset, please do us a favor and get out of real estate because that is not the mindset you need in this business. The, the mindset that you need in this business uh, that I feel, John, with what's going on today is the service. You have to be, you got to provide that service above and beyond the other agent because there's so many real estate agents out there. And if you're in it just for the buck and you, it's not going to work because uh, Consumers these days are savvy, and they'll 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 sniff that out. Exactly. He's only in it for the money. He's not in it for our best interest of our family, and so they can they can spot that stuff. So I go into every every transaction of like how can I help them make this as smooth as possible, and 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 just trying to just trying to work. And then you also have to work with the other agent as well. You know, you know, you have your fiduciary obligation to your side, which is totally understandable. But you have to work together because at the end of the day, it's about the clients and not about the agent. Exactly. And, yeah, and, so. and that is so true. I mean, I just wrote uh, a listing and a sales contract and not saying this to brag, but it's it's right at a half million dollars. 
I had visited with the folks and they were going to put it on the market with me. And, um, then they said, we want to wait until after Christmas. And I said, I, that's okay. I understand. So I followed up with them in January and they said, actually, we think we have it sold. Some, they've already looked at it. They want to buy it. But you know, Michael, they hired me to go ahead and take care of the entire transaction that's because fantastic. of, and I know why, because I gave them good service. They, they trust me. They know that I'm in it to help them and not, it's not about the commission. And so what you just said, you and I see that every day because once you, you know, those first couple of years you're building your business up, you'll be surprised at the amount of referrals and recommendations people will send to you. So mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. very quickly, let's talk about books. And because as I mentioned, Michael and I love to listen to audiobooks. And I think he and I would both recommend if you want to be successful, and you have alluded to this through our podcast, and thank you so much, having the right mindset. And one right. way you get that is to listen to the right stuff. And and I love what you said too about, you know, get away from those negative people. If you listen to talk radio or news, you're going to get so depressed and discouraged. I turned it on yesterday driving back from Jefferson City for about 10 minutes and I was like, I can't take it anymore. And I immediately yeah. went immediately went to one of my motivational books, but uh, share with our listeners what are some books that you've listened to that have just like had a real huge impact. We know Absolutely. the why book, uh, it all starts with why. And that was, it, it, yeah, basically I, how I got onto audiobooks was back in the early nineties. I started listening to, uh, tapes, you know, it was before CDs pretty much. I used to get audio tapes. My very first one was, uh, unlimited power by, um, uh, Tony Robbins. I got that audio cassette tape series, when I was over in Rota, Spain, when I was stationed in Rota in 1994. So I really started getting into audio books and, and self-help basically back in the, in the, in the early nineties when I was in the military and I, and they, they stuck and I've always listened to them and I, I really like them because growing up, I was dyslexic. I was, I was diagnosed with dyslexia and I, I'm a kind of a slow reader, but I can turn on an audio book work on a, on a, on a, on a real estate deal or go for a drive to show houses. And I can put, put the audio book on it. It's what, um, Brian Tracy and Zig Ziglar called audio, audio, automobile university. Yeah. And I like that. Absolutely amazing. So, but getting back to some of my favorite books, really, um, there was a, one book that came out a, uh, about two years ago. It's called make your bed little things that can change your life and maybe the world. And it's, and it's written by, written by general a, uh, William H. McRaven, who is a uh, retired Navy SEAL. And he talks about that to be successful in your day, you got to start with the first task of the day. And one of the best tasks you can do every day to get your day started is by just simply making your bed. And, so this is one of my favorite books, and he's got about, there's like a bit 10 different stories of him being a Navy SEAL and, and doing things with the military, which was a, a really fantastic book as well. So totally love that book. That's one of my favorites. Um, a couple of the other ones I like, another one, and this a lot has to do with real estate, 
It's called The Psychology of Selling by Brian Tracy. It's an absolute goldmine. I think I, I actually I've read that book and it is true. I had not uh, heard of the other book, but I, I love that. And I've also listened to Tony Robbins, which I think was one of my first audio books too. But yes. yeah, Brian Tracy, you know, anything he's done like goal setting, but um, I think I've listened to that, but I'm going to double check. And, you know, Michael and I both also talk about the fact and I, I mean, I love, I, I've heard that as well. It can be like Automobile University. If you're out showing property or you're going for a drive, I mean, taking the time to listen to some of these books can be so beneficial. But I love to listen to them two and three and four times because I'm surprised like one book I have, I've listened to probably 15 times. Yes. The other day I, I was listening to it. And I heard something and I thought, that's the first time I remember hearing that. So, uh, well, those are, yeah, great books. Yeah. And you normally, I think there was a a study out there that you should try to listen to your audio books at least 10 times. Is that right? Uh, Because you'll, you'll pick up things that will, you may have missed the first couple of times. You're like, oh yeah. Or maybe a a certain strategy or a certain uh, suggestion may hit you right at the right time because sometimes I'll put on a book and then I may be going through something in my life. And then all of a sudden it's just like, it's like something happens, all the cocks turn together and that, that instantly spawns an idea or helps me figure out an issue that may be going on with something personally in my life, or maybe something that, Oh, I'm having a problem with an agent or I'm having a problem with a client or something. And this suggestion just helped me understand it and to solve that problem on, on a different level and coming to that conclusion and making the deals work. And so I always find that that always seems to help if I listen to these books uh, a few times, because you'll, you'll really catch up on a lot of different things. Exactly. And, and I don't mean to preach to our audience, but, but if you, if you go back to what Paul said in the Bible, we have to renew our mind daily. And I, I really think a lot of that you know, that helps me renew my mind to think about the power of the words that we speak and the vision that we have and, and, and the mindset. And all of that, you know, to me, audiobooks help remind me that I need to have a why, I need to have a vision, I need to have goals, and I need to get out there and hustle every day. So, well, Michael. Absolutely. You yeah, have, there's one other book I want to Yeah, go right ahead. Before we end up for the day. Uh, it's called The Compound Effect, and it's written by Darren Hardy. Uh, it's an excellent talk, book. Yes, I we, love we it. We talk about this book all the time on our core coaching class at, our, at, at my brokerage, that a lot of people set themselves up for failure by trying to do too much at one time. You know, if you're a new agent and you're coming out of the out of the gate, and it's great to have, and it's great to have goals. The girl, you know, great. Raise that bar as high as you can. But don't come out of the gate thinking, okay, my first my first month in real estate, I'm going to sell 10 houses. That would be great, and I would love, and I'd be the first one applauding you if you do get to that. But realize that may that may not happen. And what happens is when people try to take on the mountain at the first step, and they're not ready for it, they're gonna they're gonna get um, discouraged and turn around and, and go home. And so that's why with the compound effect, it basically it states in there that you know improve a little bit. If you improve a little bit over time, it's going to be a lasting change 
and it's going to be an easier change and it's going to be a better change because you're, you're going to pro- progressively getting better every week or every month or every year. And that's the way that the lasting change is going to happen. And they say, what is it? 21 days to create a new habit, John. I think that's what the, what that date is. I've, I've heard that. Yes. Well, listen, Michael, thank you so much. Uh, your dog is saying to you, Michael, it's time for you to get off the phone. You've been talking, uh, motivating folks. Yes. It's, it, yeah. it's no problem at all. But, hey, thank you. And tell folks how they can get a hold of you and um, plug yeah, your company no, a little bit because they're great folks at More Realty. Yeah, I'm, I'm over with More Realtors. My brokers are Dennis Norman and John Williams, absolutely amazing individuals. They've been in the business uh, 40-something each year, you know, 40 years plus, both of them. And they're, they're great, both great very people. high in their, in, their, in, their, in their industry. And I learn a lot from them. Uh, you can get a hold of me. I'm Michael Rizika on Facebook. My phone number is 314-960-6509 is my email address. Is mike.ruzika at stlre.com. And I also have my company branded Rizika Realty because somebody knows of Rizika. I don't know if, if anybody know of Rizika out there. Yes, I'm probably related to them because I'm from a big Catholic family from the 60s. I'm the baby of nine kids. So we have lots of clans of Rizikas out there throughout uh, St. Louis County, down here in Jefferson County. And I think I got some uh, some family members out in St. Charles, too. Uh, so and I'm always available if anybody would like to talk and, and exchange ideas about books, uh, exchange ideas about business, about goal setting. I'm more for that. I love talking to people and help them try to get their business where they need to go. Um, because there was another quote that I've lived all of my life through. And I think this is the biggest one. You can get anything in life that you want if you help enough people get what they want. And that's a, that's a quote from Zig Ziglar. And that one I have posted all over my house because it is absolutely true. Yes, it is. Thank you. That is one of the ones. Thank you so much, Michael. This has been wonderful. I'm telling you, you've provided information to new agents. And if someone's listening and thinking about getting a real estate license, bookmark this podcast, come back and listen to it again, because the stuff Michael has given you will just take your real estate career to the next level. So I'm sitting here, Michael, and I have this big board in front of me. And I always mm-hmm. forget which is the outro. So if we hear crickets, I will stop it and immediately go to the outro. But thank you again for Absolutely. joining us. Have a great day, everyone. Anytime. Thank you so much, John, for having me on. Thank, thank you. you for listening to the podcast for Global Real Estate School. I'm John Mayfield, the real estate tech guy. Go out and make it a great day.